0: Welcome to Stirring Words, where health and fitness experts Kim Taylor and Judy Ulrey explore God's wisdom on wellness. Listen in now on their weekly phone conversation.
1: Hey, Judy, what's going on today? Sweet Sister Kimberly,
0: it is always good to hear your voice.
1: Well, it's good to hear your voice, too, and I was just thinking about what we talked about before about taste and see, and the assignment that you gave us last week to just slow down and and enjoy the things that God has provided for us, And, and that was such a rich, rich experience, so I'm so grateful that you shared that with us last week.
0: Well, thank you. And I, of course, thought of you and our listeners all week as I tried to sit and savor and not only savor what I was eating, but savor God's goodness. So, um, if you feel like sharing any epiphanies or experiences you had, that would be great. But this week, um, I am going to move us along in the spirit, hopefully, from um, experiencing. Not only God's bounty, but God Himself. To so this week, we're going to talk about exploring God's bounty. Would you Experience like to open that. us in
1: prayer? I sure will. Yes. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Oh, my goodness. When we just sit down and just meditate on how good you have been to us and everything that you have supplied to us, we just want to shout, Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Because, Lord, we realize that we are the blessed ones, that not only do we have enough to eat, but you give us good things to eat. Your word says that you satisfy our mouths with good things so that our youth is renewed like the eagles. And I am looking forward to what you will share through my sister Judy on today about exploring the wonderful things that you have provided for us. So, Lord, we just ask that you guide us in our conversation today. We know that your Holy Spirit is with us. And, Lord, we are just asking and we know that you will be glorified in this conversation as your people hear your word, but not only hear your word, but understand it and apply it and, as a result, grow in wisdom so we thank you lord and we give you honor praise and glory in everything and it's in jesus name that we pray amen amen sister so before we start
0: exploring i wonder if you have any experiences from last week to
1: share well i can tell you that as i was slowing down and just thinking about what it was that i was eating I was just, just thinking to myself, you know what, I can just feel the health flowing through my body as I choose from God's abundant bounty. And and I know that it may be just an imaginary thing, I don't know, but I felt such energy. And, and at the same time, it was like a peaceful energy, if there's such a word, because it was truly like a contentment. And as I recognized that the Holy Spirit was inside of me and was enjoying the meal with me, it just made me enjoy my day all that much more. And because we can just get so caught up in our day-to-day routine that we don't stop and think about God's goodness and his supply. So I just thank you so much once again for just giving us that assignment and giving us that opportunity to just bring more life to our lives because, you know, as I mentioned, when you get caught up in the day-to-day routine, it's like we take things for granted. And I don't believe that we should take things for granted. We should see each day as a miracle. And just having that experience of slowing down and enjoying our food is a miracle in itself because God himself is enjoying the meal with us. He's enjoying our presence just as we're enjoying his. So that's what I got out of it, really just enjoying God's presence and recognizing that he's just enjoying being with me too. And isn't
0: that such a blessing? The, the only thing I would say as a wrap-up is I not only purposefully, mindfully ate m- most of my meals. I'm not going to say I was perfect because I certainly wasn't. But also my morning coffee. Mm. I purposefully tasted my morning coffee. I savored it and said, thank you, Lord. Now help me to savor your word this morning in the same way. So this week, we're going to move forward from experiencing God's bounty to exploring God's bounty. And the focus scripture this week is going to come from Joel chapter 2, verse 26, which reads, you shall eat in plenty and be satisfied and praise the name of the Lord your God who has dealt wondrously with you. Mm. I love that verse. And so I'd like to start by just encouraging everyone to close your eyes, if you would, if you're not driving, and just consider all that God has provided for us, both in flora, plants, trees, bushes, grass, Fauna, meaning all the animals from raccoons to bears to dogs to rabbits to food. And when you think about the number of food options we have, it absolutely is mind-boggling. Think about all the different kinds of fruit that God has provided all the colorful different vegetables all the different nuts think of all the different kinds of nuts from walnuts to sunflower seeds to uh, almonds to I mean just a plethora of nuts to grains and yet we have a tendency to get stuck in our food I feel like I read somewhere, and don't hold me to this because I just, it's in the archives of my brain. But I feel like I read somewhere long, long ago that the average person eats on average, that's two averages, 33 different foods per week. That is so nothing. And I don't know about you, but I'm going to raise my hand. I have my ruts i have almost the same thing to eat every day now it's all healthy but i don't vary it dramatically and so i am preaching to myself here too the world is full of his glory and how many things are out there at as food treasures that god is holding out saying look I made this for you. And we just sort of reject it or ignore it. And I I the the whole point of our Taste and See series is to marry the concepts of God's bounty in the food that he offers us to God's love. And mm-hmm. so I take that concept of of treasures or Um, special treats that God is holding out for us and have we ignored it have we rejected it Um, what kind of pearls of wisdom are in the word that we haven't read or we've ignored Um, what if he's offered comfort or direction but we don't seek him we don't Mm. look for it we're stuck in our rut And so my challenge to all, including myself this week, is to explore what God is offering, both in the food arena and through his word and himself. So what I'd like to do is to. Consider some, I'm just going to throw out some ideas, and then I'm sure, Kim, you will have some ideas, but I'm just going to throw out some ideas of some foods that a lot of people don't eat, and they are treasures. They are, they are just wonderful blessings from God. So I'm just going to start throwing out some ideas, and then we'll banter. So, listening audience when was the last time you ate brussels sprouts? Okay, I can hear you. I can hear you going, Ow, brussels sprouts. <laughs> so, okay, I can remember like it was yesterday. My mom would steam brussels sprouts until they were brussels mush. Mm. And so gross. So gross. And so... Yeah, no wonder. Like, did your parents or do you serve Brussels sprout pudding? It's so mushy. It's like super gross. And so here's the tidbit. Chop the, t- chop off the little edge or the little stem ends. Chop them in half or quarters, depending on the size. In a Ziploc bag, put some olive oil. Maybe some garlic if you'd like. Throw those pieces in there. Shake, 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 shake. And throw them in the oven at 400 degrees for 20 to 30 minutes, and you will have decadence. Oh, I can't yeah. taste it right now. It is yeah. decadence, roasted yeah. Brussels sprouts. And I rarely do roasted Brussels sprouts by themselves. I've got carrots in there. I've got onions in there. I've got peppers in there in my in my Ziploc bag. Shake, 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 and 30 minutes later, that is dinner—a literally a cookie sheet platter
1: mm-hmm. of vegetables.
0: hmm
1: So comment, so
0: awesome. Kim, because I'm just going to blather. Yeah. So comment, interject.
1: No, I was just thinking, actually, it's too funny, because when I was a kid, you know, if if my mom tried to serve me anything green, I was like, oh, my goodness, no, 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 can't do that, can't do that. And one of the things that I think holds us back from trying something new is perhaps when we were children, there were things that we did not like, and then as an adult, when we're presented with the same thing, we're like, no, I don't like that. Well, that's not true. Yeah. Because as a kid, your, your taste buds change over time. And that's one thing that I had to learn on my journey was that just because I did not like it as a kid doesn't mean that I don't like it as a grown-up. Perhaps just like you said, as a kid, it wasn't prepared in the most appetizing way. So what I can do as an adult is find a recipe, um, just like you gave something so simple. And try it that way because maybe you do like it. And there's something about roasting vegetables that brings out their richness and their sweetness, and they're so savory. And that's like one of my favorite ways to prepare vegetables anyway. Because you talked about, you know, just cutting the Brussels sprouts and some olive oil. Garlic, some seasonings, but you know I like to add after they're done like a little splash of lemon juice too. you know I mean, oh. there's so many different ways that you can spice things up, you know, or even some smoked paprika, you know things like that that can really add additional flavor to it, although they're scrumptious just the way they are roasted as you as you just mentioned. But, again, that's one thing I would caution our listeners is don't knock what Judy just said. Just because you did not like it as a kid, be willing to try it again as an adult with perhaps a different preparation message. And just test and see if you still don't like it. In all odds, you probably do like it now, but don't let your past hold you back. So that's one thing I did want to add from that.
0: And that's a message, again, that goes across the board. Don't let your past hold Mm -hmm. you back. And messages that are no longer useful, let's get rid of them. That's a whole nother conversation. Okay. Amen. Next, we're going to talk about salads. So, listeners, A, do you eat salads daily? And B, are they iceberg lettuce and pale tomatoes? (laughs) Or do they have some nutrients? So, if you are stuck in your iceberg rut, today is the day we are going to explore more of God's green bounty. I would encourage you to consider watercress, arugula. If you have not experienced arugula, it is the most nutritious, green, salad, green. It just power packed, has sort of a pepper taste and adds so much depth to a salad. And then there's kale. And a lot of you are going, oh, kale, I know it's really good for you, but I just can't get it down. It's pretty bitter. Okay. Judy is with Brother John in Dallas, Texas, and he has taken her to dinner, which is a treat of all treats. And I ordered a sautéed kale recipe that was divine. And I just went, okay, I can do this because it had a sweetness to it. So I came home. I got some orange juice. And I sautéed that kale. Of course, everything starts with olive oil. Onion, kale, and orange juice. And I sauteed that for probably 30, 45 minutes. Oh my goodness gracious. Yum. Mm. It was phenomenal. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. again, power packed with nutrients. So don't just like curl up your nose. Okay, I can't eat it. Grab that recipe. Comment. Yeah
1: yeah I was just thinking you made me remember that there is um not really far from where I live there is a a lady that I know and she has a big garden and she grows kale and and what I, I went around to her house maybe um this is um maybe a few months ago, but we actually picked some kale and she sold sold me some, and oh my goodness, it was the most delicious kale that I'd ever had in my life. But the thing I think um, that people talk about kale being bitter is they're talking about grocery store kale that's a bit more mature, but baby kale makes a big difference as well because that was her. She had young kale that we picked and it was so tender and sweet. But I believe that as kale matures more, that it becomes more bitter. So if they don't like if our listeners don't like regular kale, then perhaps they may choose baby kale and um, try that in in the saute and see if that suits their taste a little bit more Um, because that was, it was just, it was delicious and I prepared it pretty much. I didn't use the orange juice though, but again, I like lemon juice. So, but it's the same thing, you know, with the uh, um, onions and garlic and seasoning and some lemon juice and everything and oh my goodness, it was just awesome. And you have the onions, and you cook it long enough for the onions to caramelize. Woo, delicious. Super
0: yummy. And I would encourage everyone, even if you live in the city in a small space, all you need is just a a pot. Just get a big Mm -hmm. old pot and grow yourself some kale. And once it gets going, it really isn't hard to grow. It doesn't love hot, hot, hot. So if you have part sun, part shade, it probably would do best. But as Kim said, it's best hot off the press, right off the vine. Mm -hmm. And so if you can grow your own, it's just so great to walk out, grab it off the vine and throw it in your salad. So the last thing I'm going to present is quinoa. And I'm sure many people have explored quinoa. I don't know if you know, it's one of the highest, it may be the highest uh, protein content of the grain family. and but. I I assume a lot of people think of it as maybe a side dish similar to rice. So the generic uninteresting plate is a chicken breast, rice, and a veggie. That to me is like crazy boring. But quinoa certainly can be a substitute for rice, but it can be so much more. It can be a substitute for oatmeal. So what I do is I'll have, and and there are two kinds, red and then the regular, and I will always uh, cook enough that I have extra. So I have it in a tub in the refrigerator. So instead of uh, making a pan of oatmeal, I'll just have my quinoa. And it's always the same template. It's a grain, it's a fruit, and it's nuts. So Mm -hmm. from that template, it can vary dramatically. So it's quinoa, And applesauce, it's quinoa and berries, it's quinoa and uh, peaches, diced peaches when they're in season, whatever it is. Then I put a dollop of Greek yogurt, plain Greek yogurt, has a little swang. You put just like a teaspoon of sugar with it, which is so much less sugar than if you buy fruited yogurt that's loaded, it's like dessert loaded with sugar, and then diced walnuts.
1: Amazingly
0: yummy breakfast. I will heat the quinoa with the berries and then you stir in the yogurt and then you put the nuts. It's like an ice cream Sunday. I just have to tell you mm-hmm. it's ice cream Sunday for breakfast. So, so that's idea number one for quinoa. But number two is especially for all you who are going to work and you want to eat well at work and it's just sort of Another thing to do to put together a lunchbox, have your quinoa ready because it is such a fabulous base for a salad. And you just throw in whatever you've got. So it's that same template. You've got your grain, which is your quinoa. You've got a protein, which could be beans, could be sunflower seeds, could be Chopped up chicken from last night, whatever it is, you've got your veggies, so you've got your diced peppers, your diced carrots, your diced, um, your sliced spinach, you know, arugula, whatever you have, and your vinaigrette dressing. You throw that all in a bowl and you are out the door. And it is so yummy. Whenever I have to be out for a large part of the day, I just have to tell you, I hate eating but my own food. I have my my quinoa bowl. And Mm. again, it's it's power packed with nutrients because it's quinoa. I'll typically do chickpeas because I love them and they have such a great nutty flavor. And then all my veggies and then my Trader Joe's vinaigrette dressing, balsamic vinaigrette dressing. It is luscious Mm. and so super easy. So if you guys are thinking – that lunch or that quinoa is just a a sidebar, a side dish at dinner. Oh, explore, explore Mm -hmm. beyond that. Miss Kimberly, comments?
1: Yes, um, I was just thinking because I, a lot of mornings I will alternate um, quinoa as my breakfast along with oatmeal. And, or sometimes I'll even mix them up together but one thing I did um, recognize, too, is um, with quinoa, I usually buy the pre-rinsed kind because the if it's not rinsed, then it has um, some substance on it that's soapy. I can't pronounce the word. I think it's saponins or something. But um, I rinse it off in a cheesecloth, and then I put it in a rice cooker along with a cup of um, blueberries or strawberries and cook it all together in the rice cooker. And then so, um, you know, if it sits for a little while, it starts to congeal, um, become a little bit more solid, which I like. I don't like it really soupy. But um, it turns out to be great. Now, you just gave me an idea about the um, Greek yogurt uh, mixed with it because I've never done that before. But that's I've certainly put nuts in along with fruit, which has been very, very good. Um, and the salad, I've had quinoa as a salad base as well. But, again, you've given so many terrific creative ideas on how to mix it up. I'm, I'm just eager to explore this week because I have some quinoa right here in the house right now, and um, I'm going to do it. So I, I'll have to let you know how it goes, Judy, but I'm looking forward to my exploration.
0: Well, good. So as we wrap up, I want to remind our listeners that, As we explore God's bounty in the food that he has offered us, may we also explore him. May we also explore his goodness and the bounty of his love. And a second verse I wanted to share, it comes from Ephesians chapter 3, and it's 14 through 19. And I, I may not say the whole thing, but just this piece. That you will begin to comprehend with all the saints, that's all of us, that's all of us, guys and gals who are listening, what is the breadth and length and height and depth and to know the love of Christ that surpasses knowledge. That you may be filled with all the fullness of God. So my challenge to you as you explore God's bountiful food gifts this week, that at every meal that you're exploring, you have a new exploration, that you read Ephesians 3 and that you pray Ephesians 3. Lord, help me to comprehend the breadth, length, height, and depth of your love. It's incomprehensible, but at this meal, at this time, as I see another indicator of your love, because yes, Brussels sprouts are yummy and a yummy gift from you. Fill me, Lord, with your fullness. And Kim, I'm going to have that as our outgoing prayer with with our final call to action just to remind our listeners to explore something new this week and give God the glory. Again, closing with the prayer from Ephesians 3, Lord, show us the breadth, length, height, and depth of the food choices that you have offered us. And may we turn that to praise for your goodness and grace. In the name and the power of Jesus,
1: our Lord, and our one and only Savior. Amen. Thanks for listening to Stirring Words. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast platform so you don't miss a session. And please tell your friends about us. If you'd like to dig deeper into this week's message, you can reach Kim at TakeBackYourTemple.com and Judy at HolyHealthClub.com. Until next week, may you be stirred by God's transformative word.